The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it. I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down, crying. Uh, it turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer. Oh, a fake? Yeah. Whoa. As I say, dick. <laughs> Welcome to the Euroallegiance podcast, episode number 54. And this week on the show, we're going to talk about the retailer wave reveal. We're going to talk a little bit about the Poxas uh, wave. We've got a few of those figures in hand finally on this side of the water. And lastly, we'll talk about the sale that's happening this weekend. And the spanner that's been thrown into the works, Mal, isn't that right, with the pins i know <laughs> it's a good spanner but it's, it's a, a good spanner. spanner yeah yeah but it's a spanner nonetheless <laughs> i thought i was i was relaxed i was like you know what yeah, i'm gonna just yeah. do my order uh no stress I'll get what I get. I, yeah Whatever. kind yeah. of yeah. Like, oh my god because, oh my god i need them <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i've kind of got most of the i've got most of those figures anyway and you know um the valiant knight would be the one if i wasn't at legion's con that i'd be very eager but seeing as i have one or two of them uh i was kind of thinking yeah i can uh go in add them calmly to my cart and see what happens but uh yeah now this is uh changed the tactic a little bit here unfortunately and yeah, what about you throw old women and children out the way john <laughs> <laughs> and what about you Rich? no mercy no mercy no mercy uh i'm not first about the pins so i'm it hasn't impacted my plans at all for the uh the ISS. You lucky man, you lucky man. But um yeah, we'll have to see really um anyway. But uh this week has been exciting because we got those uh retailer um the retailer wave and uh it wasn't dragged out at all. It was literally five days in a row, bang bang bang. So that was uh pretty cool. What do you think? We, we kind of, didn't we say a while ago, because Jeremy had said it on uh, the Legion's Ladies show that we that we were expecting the three-figure Obscura. Obviously, we didn't know what they were going to do with them, but we expected them. And then we got a Mythic and a Cosmic, which uh, was exciting. I think you, you didn't expect the Cosmic, Mal, for sure. You were obviously hoping for it, but I think yeah, you thought they'd um, follow last year's trend. That's it. I thought I was about to say in our sort of chat between the three of us, you'd, you'd sort of a bit of conjecture, hadn't you? And said, Oh, I wonder if I think they'll do a cosmic and a mythic. And I was like, Oh, I'd love them too, but I just, I just can't see them doing it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so it was a so very was, nice surprise. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And nice that it's retailer. So, um, there isn't as much pressure on, uh, pre-ordering and stuff. I mean, obviously, if you want, really want something, you pre-order it in the first couple of months with the retailer, but, um, most retailers don't take cash up front. So that's a, that's a little advantage. It's, or at least it's a, it's a way of de- delaying the problem to the future. Um, and Rich, is there, I know you, 
for example, in the last retailer wave, you weren't uh, totally over the moon with everything. And this one, is there any essentials you need to get or is it a bit uh, grand? Um, I want to get the Jacob Marley. Definitely. Yeah. I like what they've done with a change of colors for that. Um, but that's the only essential one. For me, okay. I mean, I might end up with a few of each of them, but at the moment, that's the only one that's leapt out to me as a, I have to get this one. And I'd say, Mal, my guess for you would be the Jacob Marley and the Cosmic for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll, I'll probably pick up one of all of them. Yeah, to be fair. But you know, if you um, were, if you yeah, were constrained, of the Cosmic. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I was yeah. Constrained. Yeah, the Cosmic. Yeah, yeah, the Cosmic definitely. And yeah, yeah, Jacob Marley. I like the fact as much as I, I quite like a bit of. Um, translucent uh, plastics in my uh, action figures. I think the blue they've used and the fact that then it's glow in the dark as well perhaps makes it even, you know, I think I like it even more than the original release. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. it, it just looks really good. Well, let's get into that then with the um, Sun Wukong. So it was the first one we got um, revealed. Um, and it is the oh, golden Jesus, sage. This one's a must-buy as well. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> I was surprised yes, you hadn't the, mentioned the golden it. monkey. Yeah, the golden that's just monkey. Me. My adult brain. Yes, definitely on this one. So yeah, Rich, Rich and I have both sort of been wanting this golden colour to his fur, haven't we? And uh, we have very happy by this about this. It's and yeah, it's a nod to the character's influence on Dragon Ball. So there you go. That's an interesting little factoid. Um, I was a little bit surprised about how similar this is to the previous one. Um, there has been versions of uh, Monkey King where he has the blonde hair and he has maybe a bit of silver and blue as well as the gold. Yes, I think uh, I think the same as you really there. I was a little bit surprised. Uh, I, I, w- I was a bit surprised that we didn't get sort of more silver armor. Interestingly, they have put a little bit of silver in there. Yeah. Um, I we uh, I, I wonder though about in terms of the soft goods if it's perhaps just makes it a bit cheaper for them because they'll already have the fabrics and and possibly um, more produced or whatever you know. So maybe that's why they went with the red in terms of the fabric, and then the red goes better with the gold. I really like the fact he's got red sleeves and red trousers because that was something else, which doesn't work with the silver and the blue. <laughs> but um, I had like stuff. Well, I had a, a couple of graphic novels when I was a kid where he was wearing red trousers, and I think Monkey Magic that we've talked about before he used to wear red trousers in that. I think he might even have had red sleeves. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's um, it's maybe interesting that. Uh the soft goods are pretty much the same color. Uh, that's, uh, that's maybe, uh, I can just see with this that they maybe didn't want to make it too, uh, dissimilar to the existing because people that missed out. Now, I think Monkey King was quite widely available at, you know, it wasn't that hard to get at the time. So, um, but I do think that people that missed out and maybe saw him come up in the figure of the year in a lot of different uh, places or definitely near the top that um, 
maybe that it, they wanted it to be similar enough that those people wouldn't be like feeling they, they still missed out on the original. I got a slightly different feeling on it. I think it's, it is very similar. And like you, John, I'd much preferred if there was silvers, blues, et cetera, et cetera. But I think they know where the market is and the market for this mainly is going to be Asian buyers. So they want to keep it as similar as they can to something that's actually, you know, from the story. So the gold fur and that sort of thing. And the gold and the red is very much keeping it more traditional. So I'm wondering if that's pushed this maybe. Because you're right, Monkey King was around, despite being an amazing figure, it was around quite a long time. So maybe it didn't sell as well as previous ones in the US. So maybe my thinking is maybe they're trying to keep this more to the original text to appeal to the, the part of the world that knows more about it. Well, given it's yeah retailer wave, this is easier than for them to to get into the Asian market with retailers there, uh, as opposed to being direct from the horseman, uh, which is obviously less attractive to maybe uh, being over in Asia and uh, shipping it a long way. Um, although I do feel like some of these maybe fall off the truck, <laughs> the truck before they get to the port, because <laughs> uh, they do tend to turn up sometimes in in Asia. Uh, early, not that much early, but uh, you see people over there with them, you know, maybe not, I haven't seen maybe Figure Obscura, but for, with some of the other waves. Um, but maybe it's just that the retailers there get them earlier, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I yeah, I really like them as well. I love the blonde fur, that's really cool, striking. Uh, as I said, just a little bit disappointed on how similar he is, because I have two of the, the other one. You know, uh, that's what I have to come with it from my perspective. But, you know, if this was the original version, I'd be just as blown away. So you have to look at it in that way as well. I will say one thing that comes of it, I'm suddenly less worried about ripping apart my spare Monkey King. True. Um, and I've, I'm already like, oh, how can I use his head and his arm. Yeah. I've been, I wanted to use them in That's other things, true. but then you get him and you're like, I don't, I don't want to take him, take them up. Even though I've got one over here that yeah. displaying, I don't want to take this one apart. But now I'm like, Oh, how can I use them? I want to use them on something else. Yeah. That's so. true. Yeah. So that is a good point. Um, uh, so you might see a lot more. And, and the other benefit of this is that you might see a lot more customs, um, with these parts, yep. mm. but, of course, it's still a $70 figure um, when it comes down to it. So that's a little yeah. bit less attractive in terms of uh, uh, customizing uh, a $70 figure, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what they'll do price-wise here, but if it's 70, 70 pounds in the UK, then that's like, you know, $85. It starts getting very expensive. Yeah, then that's the yeah. figure just to pull apart. And that's where someone was making the point, uh, I think it was Dean Wright on the UK board um, on Facebook, that uh, he wished there was more UK retailers. And I said, well, at least you have one. And he said, yeah, but they tend to price it like just the the numerical equivalent in pounds, which rather than the, they don't seem to be familiar with exchange rates, um, which is a good point. It benefits them when not the, to be, doesn't it? Yeah, well, when the pound is so strong um, yeah. against the dollar, then yes, it's uh, it can be, uh, as you say, yeah, your, your average uh, $50 mythic becomes $65 in the equivalent pounds of 50. So, yeah, that's 
that's really you're you're that's eating up all the value of having a local retailer. Yeah, I do understand that. Yeah, so um, and we when we did the analysis of the all ins uh, when it came to Rising Suns, that's where we saw they really they did use the they did seem to use more the FX rate in the all in package. But the individual figures, they didn't, I don't think they have an appetite for being stuck with a particular figure. I think that's their problem. So they, they, they generally price them high so that they'll just get people that really want them. Yeah. But the all in is always a good price. And particularly mm. with the rising suns, it's a really good price. Yeah. True. So, um, yeah. So they always get my all in orders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that would be, I think that would be my thoughts on it. Brilliant figure. Too similar to the other one for me, but at the same time, well worth picking up. Um, and I can see the reasons for it being similar. I can see my reasons, obviously, for I'd like to have had it different because I see we have this, you know, obviously there should still be a bit of gold because, you know, there's always gold in there. Um, but, you know, we have this armor now in the kind of gunmetal black, almost black, kind of very dark silver in a kind of brighter silver on lots of the armor would have been really nice for using for customs. You wouldn't have to kind of do full repaint on the armor or you could do pop and swaps mm. a bit easier. But, you know, slap a bit of silver paint isn't, isn't the end of the world. But um, yeah, that's my opinion on this guy. Anyone else? I could see the, the one thing I'll, I'll, I haven't said I probably wouldn't get one. I probably will get one. Um <laughs> And maybe more than one. I quite like the idea of the yellow fur being for like a rebellious younger monkey. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, this could be, you know, this could be his cocky little nephew or something like that, you know. That's he's a true. Bit more yeah. of a fighter. You could, you could, you know, change the soft goods up a little bit or dye them or something like that. Make it slightly Or maybe put so. dwarf, uh, dwarf upper legs in him. And then he is a little bit shorter. It's a bit shorter again, isn't it? Ah, I like that, John. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Then you really are like, yeah, yeah, an yeah. apprentice monkey king. Yeah. And you could even shorten the arms a bit with some some pieces, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's fun things to be had. The problem is some... My mind is now going, that's a great idea. And then the other part of my mind's going, you can't afford another one. That's a great <laughs> idea. You can't afford another And it's just to and fro in like that. So. Yeah, but this is so long down the line, you might have won the lottery by then. It is. Yeah. Yes, let's go with that. Yeah, so then we had uh, the next one. Was Red Death, wasn't it? Or was it Marley? It was Red Death. Oh, it's Red Death. Death. We don't yeah, need to yeah. go in the same order, do we? Yeah, so it was Red Death. And uh, I remember saying on uh, a future or a previous show that uh, we might get the reverse red and black. And that's actually what we did get. Um, because it is, uh, there's not much you can do in terms of changing the color scheme here, is there? No, there isn't. No. Um, but this, this is really yes, cool. suddenly became blue day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really cool um, version uh, as well. I'm not so sure if you're not picking this up for parts or if you haven't got it. That you'd want another one of these for 70 bucks? I don't know. People maybe would. Uh, it, tw- uh, it tweaks my uh, little yeah. bit of completionist in me. Yeah, but um, that, that, and that's valid. But, you know, 
if you were kind of a little yeah, bit yeah, less because uh, completionist is a little bit irrational if you don't mind me saying I have it sometimes as well uh, when it comes to mythic yeah. especially and um, it, you wouldn't really need this as a representation of the character if you already had the other one yeah. it's not different enough Although that clock is very nice yeah <laughs> and it is painted up a little bit differently yeah and I, that is a really nice piece that clock is in itself um, they didn't change up the colour of the puddle of blood I suppose <laughs> Should we moan about That'd that? Be a bit difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Why maybe is the blood red? <laughs> maybe it's a slightly different hue of red. We'll have to see. Yeah. That'll be exciting. It's a ghoul. It could have been black or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but again, uh, even just for the black soft goods cloak, that's pretty cool as well. Um, yeah. Now, I wouldn't say for a 70 bucks, it's worth getting it just for the cloak. If it was more the the 50 you could be more inclined. You'd still have a cool, uh, you know, body to work with if you wanted to use it for customs or pop and swaps. And then you get the cool cloak as well. And obviously the, the clock tower is, is cool there, the grandfather clock thing. Um, I know that, uh, was it Rick or Brent had, who, who had given you the, the red? Oh, it was Brett Stoddard. Brett Stoddard, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, that's the reason you have one, Rich, and you do like it, but you don't like it enough, possibly, to to get this again. No, I I love it, but this this won't be on my Dubai list. I have no. to admit, um, the first one's a good combination of colours. I don't see the need to spend more money on something so similar. But because I can't think of much to do custom wise with it. Either, yeah. so. I'm very surprised because before. Uh, you know, or as I got to know you along uh, with doing the podcast, I would have thought this is right up your street, this type of a character. It is. It's just, I don't know. There's just Maybe if there was, I don't know, a skeletal torso or something like that, it might be a bit more me, but as, as much as I like soft goods, when there's this much, it puts me off, I have to admit. it's Yeah, it's kind of taking the whole figure, I get you. Yeah. The only reason I may possibly buy one is someone did a, and I can't remember who it was now, apologies, they did a really cool vampire custom where they used one of the red death arms as like a withered arm, um, which looked really, really quite clever and really, really well done sort of thing. So maybe for that, if I saw it cheap, but it's unlikely. No, you'd be better off then waiting to see if someone parted out one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which people do tend to do all the time. Yeah. And apart from the completionist urge, Mal, um, is there other reasons for you getting this? Um, I've, I kind of like the idea of that skinny body in red. It makes yeah. it a bit more ghoulish if it's in red, but uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know what it is. I, I, I like it, but I can't say yeah. the figure obscure is my favourite of the, not the figure obscure, the Red Death is my favourite of the figure obscures. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I just think just maybe not, we, none so of us well. have a connection to that story as much as maybe if you went through the American education system or, you know, just the, the cultural, uh, mm. uh, stuff that, that, you know, that would have come across Edgar Allan Poe would have come across your radar much more than 
does over here. We have other, we have different, uh, maybe writers and poets that, that are more common over here. So it could just be that. So we are really just looking at it as, you know, kind of a scary, uh, cool figure. Yeah, cool. Um, what I will say, uh, overall about this wave itself is, and I know they're always learning at the horseman, but I think they've finally got it to put the main picture on the social media post. The first picture is the picture with all the stuff you get. That was always the last picture buried at the end. And I think they've now changed that, that that is now the first picture that you see. And I think that's perfect because that just answers all the questions straight away. What do I get with this figure? And then you flick through the slideshow or the photos to see it. Um, and then maybe do a subsequent post with the glam shot that if Trevor has done one, I think that works perfectly. But uh, I think this, for me, this is the best way of doing it. Yeah, definitely the picture with, because then you see straight away, um, oh yeah, it, it, this is, I remember getting the Red Death, this is what he comes with, you get all the same stuff. You know, I see it straight away in the post, uh, no, there's no kind of uh, uncertainty around it, so I really like that. Yeah. It's a really good idea with things like deluxe figures and figure obscura too, because you can, you can, you know, you can see instantly why they're a bit more expensive than yeah, a normal figure. You can see straight away all, you know, rather all than just like, oh, value, I'm not spending yeah. that much. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can see the value there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get you. Um, for me on this one, yeah, I'm a little bit on the fence on it. Um, I'll probably order one, but it would, I mightn't pre order one, if you know what I mean. I might leave it till closer to, to when it comes in. Um, but it's, um, it's a very nice figure. I like the original one, but I'm a bit like you, Mal. I don't know if I like it enough. I think the clock and the puddle of blood are the kind of my favorite things about this figure. Yeah. Yeah. The new, that, the new. Now I'm thinking of having a clock on each nice. side of, a, of, 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 of a display. <laughs> that might be nice. Uh, nice and symmetrical. So, um, that's, uh, the Red Death uh, retailer version. So there you go. Um, was he called anything else uh, in particular in the retailer version? Um, no, just, just just Red Death, but with the retailer version. Okay, very good. So that's him. Uh, we should then have a look at the Jacob Marley, the blue uh, ghost version. Or the kind of blue, the more blue version <laughs> of a very blue figure. They call him the haunted, what do they call him? The haunted blue version. The haunted blue. I wonder if the box art will be, yeah, I suppose it'll just be a slightly different color variation of the box art. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the haunted the blue. You're right, Matt. Yeah. Um, so there he is there. Um, it does look very nice. I am so, I cannot say in words how happy I am that this isn't a translucent figure <laughs> which it could have been very tempting for them to do it I think it wouldn't have worked uh, I do think there's peop loads of people out there that would have loved it though so it probably was you know it probably would have still sold for them but uh, this and it's and it's a glow in the dark which I think ticks a lot of boxes for, for certain types of collectors as well doesn't it Mal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fans of. I, I'm actually a fan of Glow in the Dark much more than Translucent, but definitely Glow in the Dark. Big fan. 
Um, Do you spend a lot of time sat in the dark looking at stuff, though? Because <laughs> this is this is why you know with glow in the dark, it's like it's brilliant. But unless you're going to sit there in the dark all the time, no, it but, just means you can if you want. To. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Or you know. You just, yeah, you can just impress people with, look, this also glows in the dark and you switch off the light and <laughs> that's it, you know. But it is, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that'll that impress them, John, after you're showing them a toy. Oh, look, it glows in the dark as well. They'll be like, <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm talking yeah, about, I take I'm it talking back. You're so cool. I'm talking about my kids here, really, am I? It's only them that care. Um, yeah, so you get all the same stuff. And again, look at that beautiful uh, picture that they had posted on the the Instagram and the Facebook post, uh, you see all the stuff, including the secret in the safe, which I guess is no longer a secret in the safe. Um, but yeah. So what's your, what's your highlight here, Mal? Is it just the overall look? Is it? Yeah. I love the, I love the, how vibrant the blues look and the glow in the dark's awesome. I mean, it was already an awesome figure, Getting it as much as I like as tra- uh, translucent plastic or clear plastic, it, it would be. It wouldn't do. It wouldn't. You wouldn't do this figure justice. There's so much detail in it. So many cool features. Yeah. Um, and and more another chance to get those boots and and that coat that so far we don't have on anything else. Um, I mean the boots we will do by the time this comes along, but that coat we don't know yet. Um. Very true. I, th- I think the iron mask might be a, a different color and maybe almost looks like it could be closer to the Valiant Knights color, which is quite cool. Yeah, I didn't see any anything there. confirmed about that. Um, no. I'm sure it's a little bit different, um, but uh, I'm not sure. Also, all the different... Uh, all the different kind of chests are different colors now. All painted differently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say the knockers are different color. The knockers are slightly <laughs> different as well. They are oh, yeah, uh, the dark they look a little bit more thing. coppery as well, as opposed That's, to yeah, that yeah. kind of goldish uh, kind of brass. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like it. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, so yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the keys are even a copper color. Um, yeah, as you say, the jacket and the chains and that well. harness and everything, you can just do so much with it. Yeah. And that really is a lot of value, even though, you know, 70 again. Uh, and that's maybe a theme with this wave. There's only one standard price figure. Is that, I'd have to ask the question, is that really appreciation for the retailers? <laughs> Asking them to sell, you know, four out of, no, value, value is there for most of them but uh, they don't get any kind of easier sales, you know? These are all high-value figures. Maybe there's more margin on them. That could also, you know, I don't know. I'm not a retailer, so I don't know if uh, if this is, is better. If they're better, they sell, you know, 100 Marleys than uh, 200 uh, standard figures. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I guess the horseman's angle is we're not get, we're not selling these. So, the, yeah. you know, you are the only place that's selling it. Yes, they it yeah. might be high price figures, but you're the only place that will be So selling. then it's more important and how desirable they are for collectors than for the retailer, maybe. Yeah. I'd say for Monkey King and Marley, that you get a lot of stuff with them as well. Marley oh, yeah. particularly, you get a lot of stuff oh, for yeah, that money. So. Very, yeah, it's very much still value. And it's not like it's, mm. uh, 
what's the figure Obscura? 60, so it is a 10 or more than buying mm. direct. But unless you live like in New Jersey, you're going to be paying at least 70, including shipping for yeah. these. Oh, for sure. Whereas if you live in America anywhere and you get these three off Big Bad Toy Store, the most you're paying shipping is four ninety nine, isn't it? Um, you know, so... Uh, and you're guaranteed to get it if you order it. It's no, um, there's no kind of uh, sale. Although, as we've seen with the figure obscura sales, unless you're literally out on a mountain with no phone coverage that weekend, you, you have a chance to get one. Or you're broke. You know, broke is obviously probably a bigger problem. Yeah, that's uh, the thing, John, isn't it? It's for the weekend. It's not even that you need to be there on the day or within a couple of hours. You know, it's no, the weekend. For you, you've pretty. You've always had. Uh, the second drop has always gone into the Sunday, well into the Sunday afternoon. Uh, definitely on the more recent ones, maybe maybe Krampus uh, didn't quite last that long, but then they were only testing the market back then. You know, so uh, we can say that that's the norm. Yeah, so he's cool. Um, I definitely will pick up one of him because the glow in the dark thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Same. Um, I do have an extra one as well of the standard version. So the question now, do I use that for customs or do I hang on to it? I don't know what to do. But that, yeah, I'll see if I have a custom idea that needs it. I think it would be much easier to use it now. I think that's the way to say it. Anything else on this one? No, I think I think I said to you boys in the chat, didn't I? I, I can't decide whether I prefer this or the original. Yeah. The vibrant colours, as Mal said, on this is is a real draw. So would you? <clears throat> I think I think maybe the vibrant for me works with the figure obscura as a line. Yeah, more than the other ones. I might use the older one for mythic customs and that sort of stuff. Okay, so you maybe use be, this brighter one for. So you wouldn't be opposed to either reusing it for something else or uh, selling it off. You wouldn't keep two Marleys on your shelf. Not both as Marley, no. no. Um, if I had two, it would definitely be, one of them would be a different character. Gotcha. Right, and then we got uh, a 2.0 skeleton. The Undead Vikenfell. And I should have been way more excited about this than I than I am. I don't, and for me, it's, it's, ju- it's just that it's a 2.0 skeleton. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be really excited about it. Unfortunately, uh, I'm not as excited as I should be. Uh, this is a standard price figure, though, so that's a good thing. Um, what do you boys think? I was the same as you, John. I was underwhelmed. Yeah. I should have been bouncing with joy with a, a skeleton and a Viking feel to it and everything else. But mm. as soon as I saw it, I thought, well, that's cool. And then it was like, that's a 2.0 body, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just... We've got so many big 1.0 skeletons that I think the 2.0 just get lost a little bit. It, it would work if it's going to be a goblin or, or something like that, but as a human, it, I don't know. I'll, let me get wrong. I will 100% get one. Yeah. I can get two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd probably but get a couple. I, yeah. I, I wasn't as excited as I should have been, other than the head with the tattoos on is brilliant, though. I do like that. Yeah, it's good. Cool. I'm still in your thunder there. Um, <laughs> no, that's fine. But, but uh, I, yeah, I love that. But as an overall thing, it's just like, and my yes, other point is, 1.0. Vikingfell, they're the skeletons of Vikings and barbarians. They would be the big, ske- this is the one time they actually probably would be the bigger skeletons. I think, I think, 
that's possibly part of the 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 underwhelmedness of it though isn't it we've gotten um in was it all stars six yeah the scally bone splitter and the skeleton raider were new and fulfilled that viking look i guess didn't they um yeah I mean, I'm not a big skeleton fan, and Thrasus sort of skeletons and the Walter and Thrasus. skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they all yeah. have a little bit of well, this, the Viking helmet. Yeah. One of the best things about this is it's got the Walter cape, <laughs> um, yeah. and uh, I'm with Rich. I really like the tattooed head. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a big skeleton fan. The the newer skeletons have piqued my interest a bit more. This does go back to the more traditional skeletons and skeleton. I, and whilst it's kind of cool, it's a skeleton. Um, I will get one, but that'll be it. I don't need anything for parts or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think with me, the, the original 2.0 skeleton soldier, I think they called it around the build, didn't they? Because had all the extra bits. It's really, really, it's one of, you know, it's a brilliant figure, despite my dislike of 2.0 generally. It's, it's a really good skeleton figure. Yeah. And this, this has got slightly different parts, but it's not different enough to make me think, oh, yeah, I want another small skeleton. It's, you know, I'm not yeah. convinced about the cloak either, I have to admit. I don't think oh, well, that's on that build works. And uh, right. I, I'm actually, and I've seen people say they love it. This is their favourite 2.0 torso, and that may be, but I don't really like that torso for a skeleton. Okay. I think the only torso they have for a skeleton, probably in 2.0 tooled, is the one that's on the builder skeleton, the 2.0 builder skeleton. It's that kind of jagged, it's like, it goes with the kind of, uh, uh, the lower legs here. It's that kind of jagged metal torso. And, uh, yeah, this one just looks like, uh, oh yeah, I picked up all my bits, but, oh yeah, no, I have, oh wow, though, I found this brand new leather torso in the shop on my way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit like that. Um, yeah, I do, I, Unfortunately, my impression is is that the concept is great, uh, the Vikingfell skeletons, uh, and it got a little bit, uh, it got a little bit kind of confused in with we need to get a two point skeleton out there, or you know that that those two things kind of conflated together, and we end up with this rather than you know a Vikingfell skeleton that for me would make sense. And I'm sure there's a way of explaining it, but like that's my head cannon for Vikingfell. It's you know, it's big dude skeletons, you know. Which one of you had the point about uh that it might be the skeletons of Valkyrie? That was me. I was about to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, it's um this would have worked better. The the helmet with the the feathers things going up. As an undead Valkyrie, but then you would need the different torso. You'd need the the torso from the two point zero skeleton soldier, yeah, maybe, which yeah. has got the like the breasts. Yeah, well, obviously, it doesn't make sense because skeletons don't have breasts. Yeah, but but it gives you know, an indication that, that it's a female. That, kind of. And then that draws you toward more towards it's it's a Valkyrie. It's a fe- you know it's a female Valkyrie dead, and then you could pitch it in battle against Freya or something on your shelf if you wanted to. So they they missed missed the trick there slightly. So, am I right in thinking that the only um, the only new tooling 
in this entire retailer wave is the helmet. This one, or is that existing already? The hel the skeleton helmet. The actual helmet does. Uh, I don't think the skeletal face in the helmet. The same with the uh, the winged one, and the skeletal part of it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those does, doesn't it? I think it's just those bits that go into the helmet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That other helmet is like you get it on Ragna Stormforger, and yeah. I think maybe Cassia. And this other helmet with the skeleton face, does that come on another Operative, operative. You think it's, that's 1.0 though. And the vampire. That's 1.0 oh, right. though. Oh yeah, yeah. It does look suspiciously oh, yeah. like it, but maybe it is a 2.0 version of Okay, that well we could just say, okay, the, you know, these helmets are maybe new or there's some new tooling involved in them. Uh, I think that's the only new tooling in this entire yeah. wave, which, um, Okay, it is what it is, but uh, I'd say either do a, good, a bit of new tooling or don't do any and get it out there quickly, you know? Um, but like this... I maybe suppose, this will be. Maybe, maybe this, this is already tooled. Maybe of, this is already tooled. Yeah, you know, yeah. they do that, don't they? Um, so that's why I would expect that this might be a bit quicker to market. Uh, who knows? I mean, you know, you never know. But this definitely has the potential to be quicker to market. Um, the previous retailer wave, um, we're still waiting for the mythics and that must only be for DJ. Uh, because Hagnon Blue, surely there's not much you can do wrong with that other than actually make it. Such a versatile figure, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they're having to hunt down through all the bins for the person that made them oh, in the bin straight away. Oh, like, nobody's going to get them out of that, wash them down, and put them in the back. <laughs> and then we had, uh, yeah, I'm coming around to, to thinking, uh, despite loving all the figure obscures are definitely the Monkey King and the Marley. This is probably the reverse burst, the best figure in the retailer wave. Um, and it's Fisher Rice, uh, which is <laughs> Fisher Rice, <laughs> which is basically <laughs> when I read it, it's not yeah. a, it's not an order in a Chinese restaurant. It's actually um, a kind of play on words with Fisher Price. Oh, it's funny because when I read it, I thought, isn't that that? No, that maybe a bit of a joke, but that's it. And then obviously we later sort of found yeah. out why it's what it's a reference to yeah do you want to read the bio on this guy mal uh can you can you read it there can you get it up it's on quite your a badass or? bio to be fair yeah. yeah i've got it you got it yeah the universe can oh yep the universe can be in an unpredictable and dangerous place which was exactly what fisher rice was counting on when he resigned from his position as a tusk security chief to start his own private enterprise called the shadow circle Nicknamed the Adventure Squadron, this team is called in to assist with rescue missions, item acquisitions and retrievals, security details or other jobs where a diverse set of skills and a commitment to discretion is required. While many would assume that the Shadow Circle are mercenaries willing to work for whomever they will pay the fee, the reality is that Fisher is very selective in the assignments he accepts. There are 
carefully calculated reasons behind the clients he works with and the alliances he has begun to forge. For in a universe that is unpredictable and dangerous, who you know and who owes you a favour can be the difference between life and death. Yeah! <laughs> Go for yeah, sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool bio. Yeah, that's a cool bio. Uh, the the uh, Shadow Circle have immediately become my favourite thing in uh, Cosmic. Oh, wow. That's uh, yeah. that's saying a lot because I know you like a lot of things in Cosmic, so that's uh, saying a lot. Oh, no, yeah, true. Okay, uh, favourite, let's say, faction. Let's let's oh, no, no, come on, don't nerd go. on it now. Just, just commit to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I still like the specs. They're still my favourites. But I mean, we won't I like tell this them. guy. We won't tell them. <laughs> but yeah, they I won't come and hunt cool. you in the middle of the night, you know. You just hear in the su- they just come back in the summer, you know. Bzzz, just the hear room. a buzzing. Yeah, bzzz, yeah. And you wake up in the morning with a couple of itchy bites on your arm and you're like, oh, the specs are here. Um, I do love uh, and... Forgive my ignorance, but this uh, shoulder, or not shoulder, uh, torso plate is very cool. The the one, uh, the kind of blue one that's kind of split in half. Um, we must have got that in another figure, maybe one of the Sphexians or something. It is, I think it's the Sphexian one. Or no, it's um, it's no, Thygar, Holek, Thygar. Oh, it is too, yeah. I see him there on the shelf. You're right, yeah, the Sphex has the more... Uh, the more bug-like uh, claw things, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That looks totally different on on this guy than it does on did, Olek, and it looks great. It took me a bit to clock that the um, the chest piece on him in the picture, the in the you know the main like shot of what you get is the one from the I forgot what the white guy's called. Is it the engineer, science officer? Science officer. I didn't register that's what it was for ages. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I love this guy. Uh, Rich, what do you think of this guy? You've been quiet. Uh, and you're on mute. Well, just as well, because I tried to interrupt twice when Mal was speaking, so it saved the embarrassment <laughs> of me talking over in the background. <laughs> um, I like this guy. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the head painted, repainted. I have to admit. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, bit, I'll go with too, you there. It's a bit too human. It's a bit too on the me. nose, though. I, I don't mind it being a bit too human. I think that's fine. Uh, the fact that it's just another head that exists in Mythic is, ah, uh, I'd rather like. Would it have been too much hassle to do another head? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. With you again, I think. I- a different head would have would have made this. I love the fact some of the art, some of the um has got purple on it though. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a nice that's a nice new color for Cosmerium, so that that's good. Uh, and the the weapon colors are good as well, sort of thing. Um, I'm not going to go crazy over him because it's you know it's it's a builder again. If it was a normal price figure rather than a deluxe figure, I'd probably get more. But yeah, it's sixty. You know, you're going to sixty you're gonna, dollars. Yeah. You know, these sort of standard builds, no. you might have one and then you might customize you get the rest. Two extra arms and two extra, sorry, two extra upper arms and uh, upper legs. And for those that don't know, they're basically the pieces that you can't make as a custom uh, 3D shop because uh, they're all the bits with the main articulation. So 
that's why you see figures like this and Lee J who comes with the black uh, upper arms and upper legs. Um, that's where these will come in very useful for people who can buy a torso of Wolf King Customs or somewhere like that, uh, you know, and uh, get a, a set of lower legs off some other custom place and make a cool figure, you know. So uh, that's where you get the value there. I also think the Lee J black uh, kind of bare or like, you know, body, bare body, upper arms and uh, legs would work on this guy to change him up that's again. Very good point. Yeah. Like he's got sort uh, of skin tight leotard sort of thing on. Oh, just mm, musk. That makes him out. a little bit more, out. more yeah. slick kind of <laughs> make him a little I think bit I'd more something like brighter. a marine. Yeah, that could, I don't I mean, that could also, that could also tone, work. Yeah, you know, to make it stand out. That could also work if you had, uh, you know, maybe a bright blue or something. something I like. wonder what he'd look like with the the red arms and legs from um, mm. uh, Monkey King. Is the Furious Four. Set. Yeah, and Monkey yeah. King are coming with them now. Oh, Monkey King coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I'm sure we'll definitely find out. Um, I also so, yeah. really <laughs> have to note how well the guns are painted here. Having yeah, repainted a yes, lot of guns cosmic guns out, myself so far, yeah. uh, I really appreciate that these guns are are nicely detailed and painted because it hasn't been the case in every figure. Some of them have just had a flat color, and some of them, uh, the more builders, I suppose, and some of them have had a bit of paint on them, a little bit of detail, but nothing that I can remember in at least these style of guns have been as as highly painted. Um, you know, Vorga's weapon, yeah, that's really kind of detailed, painted and stuff. But, uh, um, yeah, these are the first kind of guns that I noticed to have a lot of paint on them, different type of effects. Yeah, I really like the way the guns are painted as well. Yeah. I think uh, it's kind of cool. And that, um, you know, this, that crosses, uh, this crosses into kind of, you know, where people are collecting the vintage Fisher Price Adventure People line. And they will definitely be attracted by this. And that's another maybe way of getting them into Cosmic. And then suddenly they go, wow, these are cool. And, you know, uh, I do think that's a, that's a smart ploy on their part. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How big is the adventure line? I've not done any research. Is oh, there's a lot of like figures. 30 yeah. characters. So we could have a few. Yeah, there's a lot. Now, there's um, all different well, types of characters and not just space. Yeah. It's all different types of uh, characters. The space. The space part of it was apparently a reaction to Star Wars figures mm. because Star Wars figures were originally sort of loose by a different company, loosely based on the Fisher Price figures. So then Fisher Price kind of their reaction was to produce space figures as a competition to the Star Wars figures. Yeah. I may have been on uh, <laughs> eBay looking at how much it might cost to acquire the. Uh, price version of this guy <laughs> not that much it actually yeah they were actually He's quite cheap I was surprised but... yeah um, now the other thing I wanted to maybe note on this one and maybe it's a bit unfair um, because these pictures are under very bright uh, lights but I find the metallics on the torso especially to be not that greatly painted for a prototype um, and I find the head the blue head to be quite glossy looking and maybe that's what they're going for and then okay fine maybe just not to my taste but 
Um, I don't know if anyone else uh, feels that way. Yeah, I know what you mean about the, the plug in the center. When I first spotted that, I was like, oh, that's that's not painted as well as they, they generally are. Yeah. And it's not a bad paint job. I mean, I don't paint. I can't speak for that. But yeah. Again, it could be the maybe light, it but just, it does look a little bit yeah, lumpy. Yeah, it could be the light. It could be the raised bits on the plug, maybe, yeah, that look strange with that clumpy. color. But it just, yeah. Yeah, okay, well... I guess uh, I guess I'm really the only one. I don't here. mind the uh, yeah. I don't mind the glossiness on the head. We did have that little conversation, yeah. didn't we, on our group? But uh, yeah. I don't mind the head at all. I I actually really quite like it. Um, Again, it yeah, might be the I, very much the studio lights kind of showing it up. But yeah. when you look at Marley, for example, know, who's a, who's a blue as well, it definitely is not as shiny. Um, and I know sci-fi. Maybe that's uh, this is meant to be like that, and get over yourself but yeah right so any more on this guy no no no, no. very so, excited probably going to buy loads <laughs> one thing i wanted to to just bring up and it's it's a very uh unscientific thing here but uh i wanted to look at now these five figures uh on and look at them and the instagram likes that the horseman got on them so okay you could say for example that okay the monkey king has been up there the longest so he could gonna get more likes but most of the likes for this stuff comes in the first day or two so so uh, i think this is still ind indicative so the monkey king got 2632 likes the red death 2914 likes so that's 300 more almost than the monkey king uh, the Jacob Marley, 1,993 likes. So that, you know, maybe that's just on the weekend. People aren't on social media as much, but I don't know. Because then on the Sunday, uh, the skeleton, the 2.0 skeleton got 2,319 likes. Um, and it's been up there for less time than the Jacob Marley now as well. Um, and the Cosmic got 1,943 likes. And okay, it's been up there now for three days. I think two, three days at this point when we're recording. So it's it's not uh, fully scientific, but it is interesting uh, to look at that and see that uh, would you have thought the Red Death would be the most popular in terms of getting likes on Instagram? Not based on our conversation. Really not. <laughs> no, 100% uh, not. No. Um, yeah, so... But I did go back through their account to look at a bit. And what I see is that kind of mythic reveals get around two and a half thousand likes uh, per reveal, depending. Um, the cosmics get between one and a half and two thousand likes per reveal, uh, depending on the figure. And the figure obscures the first reveal of those always gets around four, four to five thousand likes. So that's yeah. just interesting that that maybe brings in more people from outside the line. Um, mm. And then stuff like Bodvar the Bear, that got like 5,000 likes, you know. Um, and, you know, I think the only other one in that, uh, I think it was Atlas and Scapular maybe got, you know, two and a half thousand and the rest got a little bit less in the, in all those reveals. Now, a lot of us were at Legion's Con, but we would, that would have meant we were probably even more so likely to be on our phones looking at the pictures um 
so yeah just just an interesting little uh way of looking at it there in terms of uh um kind of how it looks like you know and uh it's maybe not always uh as, as you say we're, we're in our own little echo chamber sometimes it's not always uh yeah absolutely the same and and obviously the four horsemen knows the sales numbers on these so you know they can often be listening to people talk about the figures and going yeah but <laughs> you don't realize that x figure sells double what x figure that everyone thinks is amazing uh sells you know so that's that um shall we talk a little bit about poxus then in hand just yep. a small little bit yeah okay yeah Um, so should we describe the situation here, John? What's that? So it's in hand for John. It's in box for Mal, and it's I ain't even got a beep in shipping notice yet for Rich. <laughs> and I'd say it's half in hand for me because I've got like my retailer order, and uh, as usual, FedEx in Luxembourg, uh, which I, I don't have too much bad to say about them these days. But when Four Horsemen prints the label, it obviously prints an estimated uh, delivery date on it. And FedEx in Luxembourg takes that as do not deliver before that date. Date. <laughs> so mine said Wednesday uh, this week, which is uh, tomorrow as we're recording this. And uh, they have had it in their warehouse since Monday morning. And it just says uh, date request change. <laughs> or date request. Uh, was it? Yeah. Change of date requested or something like this. And uh, yeah, it's just sitting there. So. It'll come tomorrow. I'll get the rest. So, so far, I've uh, had a look at Arizak. Uh, I've had a look at the good and the evil wizard, Samir, uh, Scroll Warder, and what's the other guy's name? Oh, God, I pulled a blank. Zende. Zen, no, Zende is the, the 1.0, so the 2.0. Oh, um, Samir and, and Arizak. Oh, that's Arizak. Sorry. Uh, yeah. The, yes. It is Arizak, sorry. The dragon is uh, Arachigor. Arachigor. There you go. That's a, that's what I was getting. Too many A's in my head. Um, he was the first one I Come opened. Come on, John. These names aren't yeah. difficult at all, as everybody <laughs> who tries to pronounce them knows. And Zende. Yes, I have Zende as well. And uh, I should have Tarnogs, but of course they're not uh, they're not deliverable yet because of uh, retailer embargo, um, which is a shame. Uh, it's going to cost me more to get them shipped again. Um, and, uh, that's, oh, and I have Therese, Therese Ray Taylor, who's fantastic, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, so for me, uh, Arachigor is just as good as I thought. It's incredible. I love the head sculpt. Um, it's a open and closed jaw, so really fun. Uh, there's a lot of metallic on the paint, which is, uh, really makes them kind of, uh, pop on the screen or uh, in front of you, sorry. And then, uh, I actually thought for Rakagor, so he has a, he has that kind of, uh, at the back of his throat, he has that thing, uh, what's that thing called at the back of your throat? The little thing that kind of hangs down. Um, Anyway, you know what it is. Yeah, that little thing at the yeah, back. Yeah, I of should throat. know. Mine, yeah. mine swelled up and so it was lying on my tongue in Legion's <laughs> oh, 1 in 22. Oh, so. I should, from that, I should know what it's called. Let me Google it. 
Okay, so that thing, uh, and and a little thing. I think uh, a 3D parts maker should definitely make a flame effect that can kind of plug into that uh, little slot that's there. Uh, and then you have a Rakugor spitting flame. So, you know, make it in the clear resin. Uh, I think that would look amazing. Um, I, I just realized why I blanked the name. Uh, the name is, it's an Urula. Oh, Vula, yeah. Which sounds very similar to another medical term for a different part of a body yeah. of, uh, of ladies. Maybe so, just yes. switch the U and the V there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, we're, we're back done. to the Valentine we're episode. Done. Yeah, we're back to last week's episode. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, the Wizards of the Soft Goods are really cool. Um, I also, I mean, for Arizak, you got to use the open mouth angry head. Um, I put the other head then on Santa just to have a look. And yeah, then he looks like a really evil, sinister Santa. Um, you know, the figure of Obscura, sorry, Father Christmas before Rich gets offended. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> That looks really cool. And yeah, Zende is, we all love 1.0 figures and he is a brilliant 1.0. The colors are absolutely amazing and uh, pops out. I love those circular magic effects um, that you can, you just take off his wrist or his, his hand out of his wrist and then you pop the little disc in and you pop the wrist back in uh, and it really looks kind of, gives that kind of Doctor Strange vibe almost. Uh, the, the soft goods and everything is immaculate. Uh, I didn't have any problems with warming up figures and all that. I just had to warm up uh, Arizak to get his uh, soft, his, his kind of shoulder pauldron thingy. Well, it's not a shoulder pauldron, but the thing that plugs into the shoulder pauldron holes. Um, that was a little bit of a pain and his belt is a little bit of a pain, but once you get it, you can kind of clip it in. Uh, and then you don't want to move it that much, I'd say, you know, but somebody uh, recommended getting a little needle nose pliers and really kind of clipping it in. Uh, and that apparently it, it gives a little clip and it's actually in then quite solid. I think that might be hard to do with just your fat man fingers. Because it is quite a delicate piece. I found his little... I think that's how I did Santa in the end. Yeah, I found his little... Uh, accessories really cool but also very fiddly it can hang them off the belt um it works but the bone thingies tend to fall off a bit but maybe i'll just try it again i haven't uh spent that long with it uh yeah and thrice is fantastic as a female uh, figure absolutely superb the both head sculpts are fantastic beautiful absolutely beautiful and I've seen what people have done with her uh, using the Ulithia parts to make a kind of a little team uh, with the alternative head and the Ulithia parts and mix and match. It looks really cool. So, yeah, that's my first impressions. Uh, Mal? Uh, yeah, I think it looks everything. I mean, I've, I've kind of just sort of gone through looking at the boxes. I'll do a proper get them out and play and put them on the shelf over the weekend, but uh, very impressed with everything I've seen. Um, it's another one where the paint apps, from what I'm seeing, all look really good. Yeah, they do, yeah. And those magic effects, uh, you got the you got the little accessory packs. I yes. know you were pretty excited about those. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I've sort of ordered multiple. My other order from the horseman yeah. is going to be two more weapons packs because I really, really like the little accessories, the books, the the potion bottles, 
really like the little raven head for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Just, it's just a cool little thing. Um, Zenday, the more I see him, mm. the more, the cooler he gets, yeah. the more impressive he is. I think all of them I'm going to use the heads with the, yeah, the tattoos I'm on right, the glowing I'm eyes. Right, which are there, yeah. Just, yeah. I just haven't, yeah, unfortunately, I haven't got the room on the shelf to, to do all multiple, the effects yeah. and have them all yeah. posing, you know, like. <laughs> I love those. Arizak comes with these kind of red kind of shooting, like almost like the Emperor from Star Wars kind of shooting out the hands effects. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. work really well. They slot in nicely. They stay there. They're kind of a nice, uh, consistency in that they don't, uh, they're not too brittle and they're not too wobbly. They're just the right, uh, kind of, uh, springiness so i really like uh really like it. it looks it really looks cool and uh yeah um really happy so far can't wait to get the rest of them i mean tarnog is one of my most anticipated you got him there mal yeah yeah he was one of mine i need to do he's one because he's in the the brute scale side yeah. box i kind of need to get him out and I have to say they were absolutely buried into the boxes. I mean, there's this twisty ties and those kind of plasticky clip ties to beat the band, everything. And they have the trays for the weapons. So everything is clipped in rich legions con unboxing these into (laughs) the, you're going to need clippers and a knife and a few other bits of. There's one of you two going to be stood by me with a ruler. And if I go to pick a, Fox's character off the uh, the horse <laughs> just whack me with a ruler. No, <laughs> something that's easier to unpack in the room. <laughs> you get up at five a.m. if you buy him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be like, did and you open him in the hall? I'd be down in the, I'd be down on the the show floor, going, Rich, did you buy any Fox's figures to bring home? Yeah, right. Unbox them now. Here. <laughs> Never mind that guy that's trying to buy that thing off you. Unbox your figures now. Yeah, so I think from what I can see overall a success, uh, there's always going to be people who have issues uh, with various figures, be it uh, customer service issues or just I don't like them issues or whatever. Um, I think that's just part of it. But I think overall, being a long-time collector of this line, this one is excellent standard and probably... Just continuing along the the curve up in the quality, and the paint is like out of this world, you know. Yeah. Or what you get in the next. The amount year. of people, and apologies if you mentioned this because I did so now slightly when you talking about how good they were in hand because I'm just bitter and twisted. But um, what's amazed me is the amount of people that said that Kalizak is their favourite. Like post after post has gone. Kalizak is amazing. Kalizak is amazing. Kalizak. Kalizir. Like, wow. Thinking. Okay. Kalazir, sorry, yeah. close. He does very much yeah. that Dungeons and Dragons vibe to him. I yeah. wonder if it's partly that. Um, Maybe. I'm glad as I got the name wrong. I said it three or four times too. That was uh, that was pretty <laughs> helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and shout out to Marcus at Figure and Lager. Um, he does this kind of uh, how would you say loyalty thing with the legions points. So you get a point for a certain amount of uh, purchases and. Uh, I had 14 legions points, uh, and with 10 legions points, you can get a free standard figure. So I got them to throw in a Zylernian guard into my order. So 
there you go. That's oh, pretty good. Else. Yeah, so yeah, very good. Earning guard for just buying figures off somebody. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's a bargain in my book. Um, Can you mention that to the horseman at Legion's Con? Because <laughs> I should be in, in line for quite a few free ones. <laughs> or all the three D? No, the three D places are generally good at throwing in extra stuff, so yeah. you don't need to. Uh, um, but yeah, loyalty scheme. There you go. That's a. That's also. I mean, lots of places have those different ones, but that was my experience. Uh, it was very good, and he was very flexible about uh, about it. He wasn't trying to force me to take a certain figure. I just went through and said, "What have you in stock?" And he said, "It's uh, on the website there." And I had to look through, and I said, "Okay, I'll take one of them." There you go. Didn't need to do any adding to cart or anything like that. Just messaged me. That was it. Easy peasy. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So I thought I thought I needed another one of those shields. I was tempted, of course, to get an extra Poxus character, but you know, these are my extras plus the um the all in. So I think I'll be good for the moment, you know. Yeah, it gives him the chance to sell the newer stuff as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Although I don't think you'll ever have problem getting rid of those as learning guards in the end, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh yeah, so that's that. We'll talk more about it when uh, everyone has their order. Rich will have his order. I mean, we'll probably be yep. three reveals time for new stuff and we'll probably get our reinforcements before Rich will get his <laughs> boxes off. Yep. Look look forward to episode 77, everybody. That's when my boxes <laughs> stuff's going to arrive. So you're not waiting for UK retailer. It's it's the horseman that has your main order. For the this. only one I've got from a UK retailer is I bought a single Tharnog. Oh, you really, Which obviously isn't going to ship because it's a brute one. <laughs> you've really screwed the pooch. So I'm screwed this over one. twice. Yeah. yeah, I basically have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, then uh, let's round off this week with a chat about the upcoming in stock sale. So, as we alluded to at the start of the show, they've thrown a spanner in the works with the pins. They really uh, have, for us yeah. to at least. Yeah, uh, Rich, no interest. But uh, let's just talk first about the pins, because uh, that was recently revealed today as we speak. Um, and what they have is they have a set of faction pins in gold. So what they have said is that if you want to get, these are kind of limited. So they've obviously, you know, found these at the back of the warehouse, maybe a couple of boxes of them or whatever. I'm not sure. Um. And you can only get one of these kind of four different or five different products that you've uh, they've put up here. So it is the twelve faction no. pins. Sorry, you can get one, but you can get one of each. Oh, oh you can. Yeah, yeah. It, it says you can you can buy one of each, but you can only buy one of each. <laughs> right. Yeah. I see. Hold on now. I'm just going to see this is real. Yeah, the words. The quantities of, you can... on all of these is very limited, and they will be limited to one of any of these items per person. Yeah, the, that somewhere it says you can absolutely buy. M- Let me find the. Uh, yeah, you you find out while I talk more it. about you, the this. This isn't yeah, good yeah, podcasting yeah, yeah. now. Okay. Anyway, so. Um, so we got the 12 uh, faction pins in gold. So they were also released in different colors, but I think they look great in the gold. Then we've got the the four, uh, 
what are they? The four gods? Um, um, no. No, that's the four. Uh, it's the light, the dark, and yeah. the dragon symbol from... Oh, from Rhaegor. Yeah, and, and then the, the horseman. horseman. Yeah. Simple, yeah, yeah. And then we've got the Helios and Selene pins, which would be very tempting as well, but if you had the other ones. There's a horseman pin, which I feel like I have that one already, and a Celtus pin, which uh, would have been more sweet if there was a Adam on one as well with him. But, uh, yeah, I was around collecting this stuff when these pins were originally released, but I was kind of so focused on the figures back then, I couldn't really stretch to the pins. Uh, and now I'm in the kind of other situation. <laughs> there you go. They they modified it slightly. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no problem. Quantities on all these, these is very limited, and they will be limited to one of any items per person to allow as many legionnaires as possible to get some of these rare items. You can absolutely buy one of each item, just no duplicates. Ah, okay. Okay. That's where I missed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've. I think they must have modified it because you're. Yeah, because the first sentence sound. sounds like just one of. Yeah, anything. yeah. Okay. which is okay. perhaps why they added the. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Oh, it's, it's even written here. Jesus. Um, uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it is. So the legions of light and dark pins. So Selene and Helios. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the. Legions of Light and Dark, the Four Horsemen Skull logo, and the Mysterious Faction for Rhaegor. That's another set. Oh, that the those are all together with the faction pins. So yeah. that's four. Oh, yeah, okay, four. that's the one to go yeah, for. Then yeah. isn't it ninety nine dollars? It's abs- uh, comes to what did I say? It was about seven dollars a pin. Yeah. And these were I remember Which ten uh, per pin at the time. At least yeah. I remember when they were doing pins in the Soul Spiller wave. I think it was. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. I think I might throw that 14 set into my cart and, uh, try and make for the door yeah. and then come back and yeah, see yeah, me both, my if friend. I you can get both. Uh, <laughs> two valiant, valiant nights. So, uh, Rich, as you sit there bored as crap as us two look, uh, talk about pins, uh, I hope our listeners are not <laughs> as bored as you are. Uh, what are no, you going you, for? You guys go for it. I'd you, love a little power nap. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys? What are you going for in this uh, in this sale? And what's your kind of plans for what you're getting? Um, plan wise, I'm not worried about anything selling out. Um, I think they'll have plenty of stock as long as you're on there within the first like half an hour or so. At least you know it'll be easy in probably the first couple of hours. To be honest, um, I'm also not going to go for a valiant night now, which should make it a bit easier. I think. As Dorclair said in his very good video, if anyone wants to watch that about what's available, um, the Valiant Knight's going to be the first one to sell out, I would imagine. But it's the same figure, basic, pretty much, as Sir Elijah um, and Sir Enoch. So I don't feel the need to get that one. So I'm I'm a safe holder off on that. I think last, last episode I mentioned how many I was going to get of each one. This time I thought I'll just mention it briefly and then say roughly what I'm planning on doing with them, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fire away. So, settle in. Once upon a... No. Um, so, I'm thinking uh, four gold knights. Um, I want to do... Uh, I've got a really cool reptile head, which I've not used yet, um, that was made for a Master Universe uh, Classics figure, but I've uh, had it painted up, and I need to use that as John leans back and goes to sleep. Thank you, John. Um, 
Just stretching my sore shoulder here. You should know, you know. I've got um, I've got a lion figure um, which I bought off Jeremy Gerard a few years ago, a custom um, who I use as like a, a king in my display, and um, I can use one gold knight as a as a guard for him. Um, I've got another uh, a lion head. Uh, well, it's a big cat head anyway, with a helmet that's painted that to, originally to match Magnus, but now I can sell the Magnus and use the gold knight because it's cheaper and it's pretty much the same color. Um, I'm going to use one as a werewolf. Um, and one is going to be the base for a Krampus figure. Um, but my Krampus will be, um, quite a nice smiley Krampus. So I've used one of the planted dog toys, uh, sculpts and had that painted up. Um, and he looks, he's a nice, cheerful, jolly, good guy Krampus figure. So I'll be going with that. Uh, Vampire Phalanx. Going to get quite a few of these. Um, I'm going to use them for a, one of you. Know, I, I talked ages ago about my cleansing monks. So it's like some good guys get mistaken for monks because they're wearing cloaks, but they've all got horrible disfiguring diseases. Um, I still need a body for my vampire one. So a, one of the phalanx will be uh, for that. Uh, John, one of the heads you painted recently for me, that, that dragon that matched um, Arathir, one of the uh, vampire phalanx will be the, the base for that. Figure. Okay, cool. Like a so, lava dragon type thing. Are you using an Arthur torso or just the head is matching? Uh, no, I've got an Arthur torso as okay. well. Okay, and then you um, just pick, use the arms and legs. Pick up a random one in a bundle once, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. And then I might try and do it so it's almost like, and again, my painting skills, this might not work, but almost like lava running down through the, so I thought the black shiny armor with some of the like orange going down through the lines. Yeah, that really would well. work, yeah. That could be cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, my vampire crocodile, which you painted, is going to be uh, using a vampire phalanx base. Um, and also one of my vampire hunters is going to use that phalanx base as well. So, Sweet. so they're all going to go to good use. So I'll be probably five of those in total because I might just get another regular phalanx as well. Um, Shadowwalk Grunt, um, getting a couple of those. I think this is all minimums. So I'll probably go for more on the day. Uh, one's going to be the bison that you painted up for me, John. Use that as a basis for that. Again, it's cool. black buck, so I can I can do some brighter colours on that to go with the uh, the hammer that you painted for me, uh, and then the other one will be the base for uh, the Doberman. Oh, nice! I think yeah. that'll be a nice nice contrast to the black. Um, we can use the black limbs, obviously, from the the orc as well, sort of thing. So that should work well. Yep. In that setup, um, cabin dwarfs. Um, I want to do I want to do what I call the Tinotaur, so it's a dwarf sized uh, Minotaur. Someone did one ages ago on eBay, and I didn't buy it. And to this day, I still kick myself. Tinotaur, um, I love so that do, name. Yeah. So I'm going to do a similar thing to that. And I think the Cabin Dwarf, because it's going to be a Frisian one, so black and white. And I think the Cabin Dwarf colours will actually work really well. Yeah, it'll, I could see very that, much yeah. show off the, um, the fur, as it were. Um, and then I am going to use uh, one for a monk. Um, so I'm doing some sort of oriental dwarf type things as well. There's some really cool bits. Mythic Bits did a, um, I think they called it like a chubby Asian dwarf or something like that. And it's got like a, the hairs up with a pin through it, like you might expect to see, um, in the Far East sort of thing. So I'll oh, use yeah. one for that dwarf as well. I'm doing a little set of four sort of Asian dwarves. Uh, one will be a Star Wars tribute, um, when I ever get around to finally doing that. 
Um, and I picked up a couple of Duragar heads at Legion's Con as well. So I'm going to use one. I'm going to make them like sort of like uh, slaver type sort of scumbags. So one of the cabin dwarfs will be for that. Scumbags of the galaxy. Well, it's mythic, so maybe scumbags oh. and mythos. Oh, okay, okay. I just um, the the Mistros. I was going to, only going to get one, but actually, I don't want to display Demistros as Demistros. Um, I'm going to use the head probably on a tuberculi. I think that could work quite yeah. well on a tuberculi combination in the future. So that so that gives me a free body and then another body. Um, and I'm going to do one as um like an old sort of weathered samurai type effect to it. Walking Customs did, uh, Emil sculpted them like quite almost, not sci-fi, but almost sci-fi, like um, samurai pauldrons and, and a face mask sort of thing. So that's going to be like my sort of weathered samurai look. Sweet. Uh, and then and then one is going to be a dryad mage. Um, and Corey Shorts and Hoffer did some amazing, amazing dryad heads a little while back, male and female. So um, that's going to be used for the male one. Um, and then very lastly and very quickly, because I don't want to go on forever on this, um, but I'm going to get four of the Cosmic Waltors. Um, one's going to be for like a chaos, so like Warhammer chaos demon type thingy. Um, I'm going to try and do one as like a, a corn demon, like part changing. So the reds and the oranges will work with that. Um, and then the other three I'm going to use for a, a, diff, uh, a cosmic affili- affiliation that I'm setting up. And John, I will hopefully be sending you three heads to paint for those. Cool. It's, um, they're dragon heads. So they're going to be my space dragons. Nice. Yeah. Fan of painting dragon heads. So sounds yeah. good to me. And then a couple of other, a couple of other figures. You know, I'll get an ogre and a couple of other bits and bobs, but yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I've no, I've no desire to get an ogre. I don't know why I've had them. No, yeah, I know I, you have I, a custom got, idea in, in hand, so that's mm, different. But yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. They're great figures. I'm just saying that I'm not thinking about them. I don't know why. There was a time when I would have got like 10, you know, just to have them. Mm. But kind of, I, I guess. Well, that's me with the half, that's me with the half giant. I got like 14 of those. <laughs> the various customs. Sweet. <laughs> So Mal, tell us after kind of follow that Mal is is really what I'm trying to say here. I don't think I'm going to get anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> the pins. My main, my main, main wants a couple of cosmic waters. As I say, no real plans. Yeah. I just really like. Ah, the, uh, they'd be great to have though. You know, anytime exactly, you do a custom yeah. cosmic custom, you want to do pull out one of them yeah, and you can it. you can work any paint scheme up from there you know pretty much that's it that's it um of august just for parts really because yeah. it's a cool figure uh and i'll i was gonna get a couple of valiant knights but i'm, I'm, I'm not desperate anyway even even pre what dork claire said it, it, you know um it, it I could wait kind of thing. Um, but yeah, as Rich says and Dorclair pointed out, it's it's basically the same thing as uh, Enoch and Elijah. And actually you get more paint get more stuff on Enoch well. and Elijah and, and, and you get the yeah, soft goods and cloth stuff. goods. And I actually want the tunic and that for a, a cosmic custom I want to do. Yeah. The thing um, with the Valiant Knight is, is so. having it now, you know, that's, that's really yeah, the benefit. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. And of that's course, exactly 
you know, it is a cool concept in terms of kind of a, a, a good knight that kind of works with all the different armies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's So cool. for, you know, for building up an army, but does go a little bit against the Legion Builder thing and that it's the regular price. But, uh, well, I'm, yeah, I always say, cool. I mean, as much as I've got, there were some cool knights and, mm. you know, some of my favorites are Bates, well, Vorgus based on a knight's body i'm not a knight fan in that sense so it's all it is essentially isn't it yeah and almost all the knights that i've got the, the helmeted heads come off and been replaced by a non-helmeted head yeah um so you know even when i buy say four or five gold knights not a single one of them will be a gold knight but will be changed into something else yeah yeah you know i, I well, don't my- army build so my- i can see why they'd work for people who would army build and particularly the valiant knight because you could have them in each each faction and change the helmet up and all that and that's great but for me that that just doesn't doesn't do anything my um, my plan for them is to use them with the knights of yule heads and i was going to buy uh, skeletons uh, and and combine the skeletal bits with the valiant knights so you get sort of manu- the maneuverability still but uh a bit more of a weird looking thing so uh that can wait because uh, you know again uh what's his name elijah and enoch are coming with the skeleton wave essentially isn't it so yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. all, you have all your bits then, then at the yeah. one time yeah. yeah get a couple of maxilias yeah. and a couple of uh one that's of those it. that's it yeah, elijah's maybe yeah with the most parts i was tempted by another deluxe dwarf just because i want i've got one but i kind of want to do um a couple of cosmics that have got the dwarf parts to make them more like dwarfs um, I'm not desperate for that either, though. You know, it's uh, it, I have got the one, as I say, and um, and I did ponder another Artemis uh, again. Parts she's got some cool, some of the cooler female parts to her, and mm. the soft goods on her are pretty cool as well. But uh, again, not desperate for that bit. It's cosmic water and the pins are the two things that I'm really the excited about now. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, again, you might your fingers might go wandering on the mouse on uh, Saturday. That so. uh, yeah, yeah, you never know, do you? You never know. How about you, John? What are you? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm going to probably try for a few valiant nights anyway because uh, they're there, <laughs> and it is a great figure. And I think that could, if I'm going to make a few customs for Legion's Con twenty four. Um, they could be great parts to already incorporate. So pick them up now. Uh, figure out the ideas down the line. Um, there's a lot of uh, of a lot of cool heads to paint, so that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I want to get another Vorgus because I actually dropped my Vorgus on the ground, and uh, the tips of one of his shoulder pauldrons clipped off. <sighs> Uh, very unlucky now, but it's just, you know, those are quite ornate shoulder pauldrons and I don't know yeah. how. I have a wooden floor here and it was probably just high enough off the ground that he fell and the shoulder pauldron was on him. If I just dropped the shoulder pauldron itself, I think it would have been all right. Um, yeah. And I couldn't even find the, it was so minuscule a piece that came off. Uh, I couldn't even find it anymore. Um, and... Uh, and you see then it basically all the paint has gone off that bit and you just see the underlying plastic. It's kind of this white plastic. So not a big deal. I suppose I could paint it. Um, but what I do then is just replace it. 
replace those shoulder pauldrons and then use the Vorgus then for customs parts, you know, a good figure Great for that. Cape and, comes yeah. with, so, yeah. uh, so probably throw one of them in there. Um, the Walter skeleton is my favorite skeleton from last year. So probably pick up a couple of him. Um, the cosmic Walter. Yeah. I think, uh, it's worth picking up one or two of him for, uh, for future uses or just, uh, to put maybe two or three on the shelf is even just, uh, sweet. Um, of the deluxe Legion builders. So the previous ones, the, the kind of ones with the gladiator and the barbarian and I don't need any of them. So, um, I already, I still have an all in box of them in the attic that I haven't got around to using yet. So, uh, I, I don't need to go near them. Reinforcements, uh, very tempted to get a couple of orcs, uh, even though I have maybe three now by this stage. Um, just very tempting. Really like the parts on him. Um, don't think I need anything else because I picked up like another relic guard at Legion's Con and uh, picked up another two gold knights. So I think I'm good with the re- vampire phalanx, maybe. But I also have maybe two of them, three of them. So um, yeah, and I, unlike a lot of people, I think they're great for pop and swaps the the glossy black armor for painting no good to me the paint is it's too glossy you have to prime it fully it, it's not a question of painting it. maybe you could dry brush it but that's not my style of painting uh, for you know yeah i of course i use dry brushing but it's not my style of painting just to dry brush a piece and you know that's that's my yeah. new custom uh so I'd end up having to um, prime it and that would be fine and it would, you know, okay, the joints would probably look good uh, in terms of, but uh, yeah, that's, I don't need it, but I do like the figure. So, but I think I have enough already of them. Um, who else was in that wave? Um, the ogre, no, as we said, don't need him. Um, and uh, then we have the skeleton. In, is there a skeleton in that reinforcements wave? No, there isn't, is there? No. no. So No, there's just, a deluxe skeleton in that yeah, one. But. Yeah, no, don't need him. Um, so the Walter skeleton is the one I'm going to pick up. Uh, and then if we move on to uh, the... Uh, they said that they were going to possibly do Illithian All-Stars 4 don't think I need anything out of all stars for except that I would probably try and throw a bravitis or two into my cart and see if the shipping didn't change and then I'll take him <laughs> but I, I think you might find John that Curtis buys every single one available and just uh, strips everyone <laughs> of its flock just to taunt you I, I think that's just I think Curtis has better things to do at this point in his, in his <laughs> life um I do think he does look really good deflocked in that they, it is a nice, interesting, maybe slightly different green to, to the regular orc. Um, but I don't feel the need to do that. I actually like him. If I was to buy him, I might. I've done him now as a custom in red, in blue. Um, and did I do another one? No, so yeah, so there's a few other colours I could do him in. I still want to get another one of him to put the uh, Thraxian armour on him. He's the one that I really That's want to see. That's what we talked about before, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, stuff like Valak is very interesting. Even Baron Voliger too has cool parts. <laughs> but do I really need him? No, but would it be sweet? Yeah, sure. So. Uh, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. But I think, yeah. I think if I could only get one thing out of the sale, probably just a few more Valiant Knights, uh, I'd be happy with that. So let's see. Um, was there anything else in the sale? No. Oh, the, oh, the Demistrios, yes. Uh, I'll get one of him because I don't have him. Uh, I actually, yeah. De- de- I mean, I don't feel the need to get another one of him, yeah. but for the head, for the head alone, that head is really cool. Yeah, I like the build, the armor and everything as well, the kind of weathered... Um, and that might be a good base for starting uh, a bit of painting, maybe. Um, yeah, so definitely one of him. And again, he might be another candidate for, well, I could throw another one in if it didn't affect the shipping. And this yeah. is all, you know, I'm of the assumption, obviously, that I'm going to take the chance on stuff selling out. I'm not going to be there. But the fastest fingers first for me is in, is is the pins. If I'm going to go for them. Yeah, same. Same uh, And do I want to get the pins and then the shipping? That the, the shipping on the pins then is going to be interesting. If I get the pins and then the shipping says 40 or something, I'm going to be like, oh, can't do it. So I'm going to then try and put in a few figures. And if the shipping still stays around that figure, then I'll, I'll try and get out with the pins. But if the pins are like 20 shipping, then that's something I could definitely just check out with and be fine with, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky, <laughs> tricky little scenario there. And who knows, maybe in the next few days, they'll find a few more things around the back of the couch in the studio. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going into this really stress-free, like, ah, whatever, you know, man. Then, then they had pins of all things. That I had no interest in until I started picking up one or two they of had, their things, uh, and then it's you know they had an in stock sale I think last summer, at some point, and I don't think I even bought anything from it because everything that was open it um, was not for me, you know, or like I had loads of yeah. I, I had ordered uh, multiples of all the waves that they had up, so uh, I didn't need anything. Um, so it really was kind of went over my head. I didn't even kind of engage in any of the posts and, on Facebook or anything like that. Um, oh, don't they have the two trolls here as well? Um, yes, they do. Yeah. The All-Stars trolls. If you're ever interested in a troll and probably if you're in America, well, anywhere really, but there's such a dis- difference in price between the retail and the direct price on the troll. If you That's ever were thinking point. of chancing with the troll, just do it here. But, um yeah definitely if you're in america uh that's that's a good value here you're probably still up to 200 <laughs> with yeah, shipping and imports yeah. so yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah and you never know they might announce that they found a case of otho out the back as well just before the, <laughs> the sale <laughs> i don't think they do that to themselves <laughs> i think if that was the case they imagine? might just you know sell them to a friend to put up on eBay or something, you know. <laughs> I think that's the best tactic if they find a case of auto for them. And people might say that's, uh, uh, how would you say, um, not very ethical tactics, but, you know, they'd be better just to sell it to like a 
maybe a very good customer of the studio. Save him less stress. And say, here it is for retail price. And, you know, by the way, if you want to quadruple your money or more than, was it 10 times your money? I've I've always regarded myself as a very good friend to studio. So (laughs) I'm thinking more of, you know, like uh, someone that supplies them with, uh, you know, kind of... uh, stuff or you know services or um excuse me i'm clearly now doing the the box art along with nate we've shown that on a <laughs> couple of episodes no, to ago, be fair <laughs> we're supplying them with lots of marketing services through this podcast yeah you know? <laughs> now they don't have any control over the marketing we do you know so one day we could turn around and, and say something they don't like but um so far i think we have uh, definitely been a good marketing tool for them so yeah I reckon um, they'll love our love stories. <laughs> maybe maybe send us a, a box of uh, All In to review rather than the guys who talk about belching and farting for an hour and a half before they actually review the figures. I don't know. Just an idea. Small idea. I don't know. I know there is international shipping and, you know, that's a pain and there is other uh, relationships involved. But, uh, you know, just an idea. And we love those guys too. But... Uh, <laughs> If I put my marketing manager's hat on, I'd be like, that's not the best marketing. <laughs> Thinking of those other guys, I actually started making a list the other day of um of sweet treats I want to take to America that they can't get there. Oh yeah. To uh to open their eyes to a few different bits and bobs. Cool. Well, I have to say I shipped out this week uh the prize for um Jade Russo, the the Patreon uh, members prize. He won that. Um uh, so I did stuff it full of Easter treats as well. Now I know he's in Texas, so hopefully the temperatures won't be too uh, warm for any chocolate I might have put in there. Um, and that it reaches him in one piece. Uh, and I also painted some parts for Ben Kostanovich that uh, he gave me at Legion's Con. He bought some parts and said, can you paint them? And I said, yeah. But we did it on a very uh, informal basis so that it wasn't like, timeline dependent or anything he said you know whenever you have time kind of thing so i got around to it and i uh obviously was chatting to him and i'd done it and i said i'll i can ship it to you or you can give it to you legion's gone so he asked what the shipping was and yeah it was 23 or 24 wasn't too bad actually uh no still for it, it's not that big of a like it's it's smaller than a figure what i'm shipping but i could ship two or three figures for that price too so it's not too bad, really, when you think of it, um, as long as don't, something doesn't go wrong. Um, but yeah, so he was happy to pay that. So I shipped it out and I did throw in some, not that he knows, but now he knows if he doesn't get it before this is released. Uh, there is some uh, other treats in there uh, of a sweet variety, sweet European variety. <laughs> so that's what you get with the podcast. So if you do get me to do some painting, I will definitely put more in the box than uh then uh, he will fatten you up as well. Yeah, I'll fatten you up. Yeah. <laughs> and then kill you. No. <laughs> uh, we were yeah. we were acting like feeders at last year's Legion's Con, yeah. weren't we? Everyone yeah. on the Kit Kat. Do you want a Kit Kat? It's, it's part of being nice, you know. Nobody exactly. ever 
Nobody ever had a bad outcome being nice to somebody, I don't think. Yeah. Um, Chris Chris Garrich's two kids that I thought their eyes were going to pop out of their heads when you get <laughs> those um, Kinder eggs, John. They're just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't bring, uh, obviously, it's, it's difficult to bring that many uh, Kinder eggs because they're a bit delicate. Um, so you have to kind of throw them in the hand luggage. Um, and I didn't want, I wanted to give them to anyone's, like, I had four maybe. I wanted to give them to just if people brought their kids. Because uh, that would be more exciting for the kids than uh, most of the adults, and yeah, they came along. Obviously, that was perfect uh, scenario for that. So that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, because they don't, they get the Kinder Joy in uh, the US, which is um, the one half you have it's it's packed in plastic, and one half you have like chocolate. It's shaped in an egg, and the other half you have your toy. Uh, but they don't get the toy wrapped in egg with plastic uh, ball or kind of oval inside with toy inside that we classically got the kinder surprise um yeah which is uh which is always fun then it's always fun when we have something they don't because <laughs> they have most oh, things yeah. <laughs> yeah this is very much my list of stuff that, that started now is just, just stuff that the americans can't get <laughs> yeah and see that's what we so we're that's what we're like you know we think of you guys you know what don't you have we do you know no, absolutely do we're not going to bring you, uh, you know, a can of Coke. You know, I mean, you have loads of them, you know, and the Coca-Cola over there is probably better. Let's be honest. I don't know I'm if like it tastes, I don't know, I don't know if it tastes any different, but it's surely better. Chocolate? No. But again, Chocolate's it's terrible. what you used to, you know. But I have to say, the more chocolate content, the better compared to sugar, usually. Uh, without going into dark chocolate, I mean that's obviously a different uh, kettle of fish altogether. And milk chocolate as well. <laughs> well, yeah, milk Glass chocolate. And a half of milk in about. everyone, <laughs> every bar. Well, it's not yeah. that anymore, is it? They no, changed the recipe. Definitely not. No, that's way too expensive. <laughs> that's way too expensive. Glass and a half of milk. Jeez, that's about three quid a bar then. <laughs> Have you not seen the new advert, Mal? A thimble and a half of milk in every bar. <laughs> yeah. A thimble and a half of milk powder extracted well, from seen they put, real milk extract. <laughs> they're putting the prices up as well, apparently, Cadbury's. Oh, oh really? Oh, man, everything is just, everything is shite. Except the biggest the bag of mini eggs you can get is going to be £17. Oh, man. That's a lot of mini Jesus. eggs. So be. how, how big a mini egg bag is that? I I'm still don't waiting. Know. I'm still waiting. I, I keep looking at the. So it's funny. My wife sent me like she was in the supermarket like sixth or seventh of January, and she sent me a, a WhatsApp, and I just saw it was an image with FFS written underneath it, and I was like, oh, what's she got now? And I thought she'd crash the car or something. It was like, no, it was just all the Easter chocolate, sixth of January in the in the shop. <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I keep they I, they have these milk, you know, the brand Milka. Uh, I think it's a Swiss brand. Yeah, uh, it's mm. very common over here. Um, they have these cool Easter eggs, the mini eggs, the mini egg size, you know, kind of small little kind of you know, little tiny eggs, you know, little bits of chocolate. Um. But there is a variety where they have the popping candy inside the chocolate. And it doesn't, it's not always around. And at certain times you, you get it and certain times you don't. Uh, and often it comes much closer to Easter. But I'm always looking through the rack because in most supermarkets here now, they, you know, near the counter, uh, they have a big display of like Milka Easter stuff and Lindt Easter stuff and whatever. 
And I'm always looking, do they have the pop candy one? Because that's, that's just so good. It's so wrong, <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, not a fan of popping. Are you not? No. I dislike it, but it's not my favourite. My favourite is when the kids first had it. You know, obviously, they were, wouldn't get, they were that young, but like when they were about five or so, they'd be like, yeah, do you want some of this? And it was one of those eggs with the chocolate. So they were like straight away chocolate. And they put it in the mouth and you just see their face go what is this? And then they start to get scared and then they start to go, oh, this is nice. And then it's like, more, more. <laughs> it's like when you first give a, 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 a very young child an ice cream, isn't it? And yeah. it's just like, this is amazing. Oh God, it's cold. This is amazing. <laughs> and it's that sort of reaction. We, when we first gave Holly um, uh, an ice cream, I made sure I had my camera out before the ice cream was handed mm. to her sort of thing. So there's there's a set of pictures of like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> And it's like I always say to so my son is two years younger than my daughter. So now he's he's turning nine and she's turning 11. But I always say to them, you got stuff way sooner than Anna because uh, you were basically when she got like maybe she got first exposed to like, say, iPad and stuff at like four. You know, we didn't really give her uh, screens before then. But he saw that then. And then he was constantly asking to look at a screen. So, you know, he obviously got it a bit sooner than her. And it's the same with like the sweet stuff or whatever. You know, she she got something that maybe uh, he wouldn't have got at a younger age. He was suddenly like, I want a bit of that. So uh, that's how the the younger ones always kind of maybe get up the curve a little bit quicker sometimes. You know, the older ones are the only child's kind of, uh, they tend to, to be a little bit more under control for that kind of stuff. You know, so and then once it's two, it's just anything for a quiet life. Just take the tablet. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. Though they, I, I, I hooked them up with. So they have Minecraft on their iPads now, and they play it on the Switch as well. Um, the Switch is split screen, uh, and with the iPads, they can play it. Uh, uh, you know, both in the same place. But I got them, yeah, an account where they can play kind of online, but together, just uh, or with their mates. And they were, they built it like a roller coaster and stuff. And it's like fully functional. <laughs> like I don't get Minecraft at all. It skipped, it skipped my generation, I think, uh, Minecraft. But, uh, yeah, they could be there for like 20 minutes, just starting a new thing. And next thing they have this fully functional, like, you know, three, four minute roller coaster. <laughs> like, when did you start that? 20 minutes ago. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh look there's a door here and how do you do that well you mind the this block and that block and that block and then you get the coconut thing and then you get and then you can make a secret and you're how do you know this oh, i watch on youtube videos ah so you know when they're not playing minecraft they're looking at like hours of youtube videos to tell them all the tricks yeah and those guys have billions of views on youtube and they're all millionaires because of it <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are paying, you know, their parents are paying six ninety nine for Minecraft on the iPad, and that's you know, that's it. <laughs> so anyway, that's how to make money. Don't do a podcast to make money. Do a YouTube <laughs> Minecraft do, account. Uh, yeah, but it takes a lot of work. YouTube. Oh my god, you can see those guys. They work hard for their money, so I give them that. Anyway, we're we're seriously waffling now at this stage, boys. So shall we? Uh, Shall we let our listeners get on with their week? I think let them so. go, right? A good luck in the in-stock sale. If, if you listen to this after the in-stock sale, I hope you got out with all you want. Let us know on our socials, The Allegiance Podcast on Instagram, The Allegiance Podcast on Facebook. We have a page. 
comment on our post in the cabal that nobody ever comments on comment on that tell us how much you got in the in-stock sale tell us how much you love or hate us all comments are take it treated equally hopefully not uh, too much hate no uh join our patreon All publicity it's is fun. good publicity <laughs> price of a pint a month at the minimum uh it's great fun we are actually just signing off now to record a patreon episode and it's going to be all about operation monster force a new line from big bad toy store and fresh monthly fiction so get your ears around that soon now rich i hope you've got your breath back because you're going to be doing an awful lot of talking on that I am excited and prepped. First time for everything. <laughs> <laughs>